Can you fly this plane and land it? Surely you can't be serious. I am serious, and don't call me Shirley. Ninety-three, okay. Hundred and three. Gotta keep them in their place. I'm, I'm really glad that happened twenty seconds after we finished the, uh, the opening record. So, hi, Dad. Uh, how are you with your chips? Good. Uh, good. 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 Well, this is Frank reviews. Um, uh, father-son bonding exercise in podcast format. Uh, using the most tired podcast format, which is we watch movies and then talk about them. Uh, two doughy bearded white men of varying ages talk about movies into microphones. The original podcast format. We are violently unoriginal, but who cares? This week, we watched 1980s Airplane. And and you're probably listening to us, so like that, you know, like... Like if you yeah. think if you think like we're bad, like you're the one listening to yeah, us. Yeah, it's your fault. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. Like like what's wrong with you? I, you really should look closely at yourself and uh, try to figure out what's really long, wrong with you. Hard look in the mirror. Yes. Um. So, Dad, when was the last time you saw Airplane? Oh man, uh, twenty thirty years ago. I don't no. know. Uh, it was. It yeah. came out in nineteen eighty. Yeah. Uh, I I know we must have watched it when I was a small child, but so that like dates it to like probably in the mid nineties. Yeah, nineties. So about twenty five ish years ago. Yeah, probably yeah, sounds about right. What uh, what uh, did anything stand out to you this time around? Uh, or? <clears throat> the stupid one liners are just oh, just a best. riot. Some of the characters uh, just outrageous. The old lady. Uh, the jive guys, the the one the one the one <clears throat> I don't know the guy in the airport that just right. kept saying stupid stuff and dancing and singing and everything. Oh oh, I we're gonna uh, I've got some bad news on that front. So oh, hang on, yeah, let me pull it up on the IMDb's. But we were trying to figure out who that guy was, and. Uh, everybody's properly credited. They, they do those great credits that they used to do at the end of the movies where you see a picture of everybody as they appear in yes. the movie with their names. So you get a, like a name to the face yeah, they, and everything. They credited him. Um, yeah, but uh, that's why I was able to find him eventually on IMDb. And now it is failing me. Son of a gun. But um, son of a gun, lots why and, am I not finding him? <clears throat> lots and lots and lots of one-liner gags, um, stupid stuff. There was, of course, there's, you know, there's some uh, um, little racy kind of things. Uh, you're, it's you're pretty you're, fair for a 1980 comedy, yeah, I think. Your mother wanted to know why why they had the boobs in there. Um, <laughs> it, it it was like a two second flash of a woman jiggling in front, I, I, directly I'm, in front of the camera. I'm and very that was it. certain. I heard your reaction. I'm pretty sure I blinked while it was happening. <laughs> it was literally a blink and you'll miss it moment. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it's 
relatively tame to the like the stripes and uh, yeah. the stuff we've been watching lately. Yeah. Um, so well, some some of the some of the the lines and jokes they were a little uh, uh, over the edge. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Stephen Stucker is the actor's name who played okay. the character Johnny, uh, who had like a lot of the weird. Uh, weirder lines in the film. Like, one of my favorites of all time is, tell me everything. Start from the beginning. And then Johnny says, well, first the earth cooled, then the dinosaurs came, then they disappeared. No yes. one knows why. And he's just in and out of the movie. Yes. Um, he unfortunately passed in 1986 at age 38. Oh. Uh, it, well, due to AIDS. So. Ah, bummer. Yeah. It's bummer. really just kind of sad how, uh, how many how how much of a generation we lost? Yeah, uh, like he that guy was hilarious. Yeah, back what, yeah back at that time, the, the treatments they had weren't uh, weren't really prolonging life. They they now now was, they can quite the quite the American well. treatment for AIDS in uh, 1986 was ignore it. Yeah. Really, so well, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, like on a lighter note, like so much of this movie is absolutely bug nuts. Like, the movie ended, and the credits started to roll, and I stood up uh, to, you know, put away my dishes and stuff, and I said to you, it's like, I really don't think there's going to be a sequence at the end of the credits where, like, Samuel L. Jackson shows up and invites uh, um, uh, the, the characters to join the Avengers or anything like that. Right. But no, you just kept the credits on, and there was a scene at the end yep. of the credits. Like, they did everything in yep. this movie. So, parts in the credits, they've got these these jokes in there uh uh let's see right i mean <clears throat> they had to be putting them in for their own yeah. for their own benefit because like uh out of millions of people watching the movie uh, probably like five people ever really saw yeah, these like, little gags in the credits there is author of a tale of two cities charles dickens uh, yes four e's dot 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 a jolly good fellow uh 13th president of the united states millard fillmore horse windy in case of tornado, southwest corner of the basement. And my favorite, after best boy, there is worst boy, Adolf Hitler. <laughs> that, I didn't see that part. Yeah, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it, they're hidden in there. And, uh, uh, these are the guys that, uh, also did like, um, police squad and the naked gun. Okay. And stuff like that. Yep. So yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's very similar stuff. And Leslie Nielsen, uh, he, he, he's, he's a nut. I mean, he's, he's really got, um, uh, what, a, another thing. Okay. There were so many top names in this, oh, yeah. in this stupid movie, <laughs> you know, like why would these people like, like these highly respected actors yeah, go well, into a movie like this. That was part of the joke. Like, Leslie Nielsen, like, had never done a comedy before. He was known as being, like, a stand-up, straight-laced leading man. And uh, he took the job because he was worried that he was going to start getting typecast as, like, the elderly statesman grandfather type of role. And then it just takes him down a whole yeah. new career path. Yeah. Um, it... <laughs> the the joke that i heard um a few years back when he did finally uh finally pass yeah like i was waiting for it no when he did actually pass um the joke i heard was that 
They stopped making airplane movies and naked gun movies, but Leslie Nielsen never stopped making airplane and naked gun style movies. Like, he was in all of the scary movie movies. Okay. Which are, from what I understand, besides the first one, absolute garbage. But he would show up, and he would show up to play uh, and be this weird shining beacon in these terrible, awful movies that are just pale homages, uh, homages, whatever we want to call it. To this movie. Uh, I did find out something amazing, though. So I don't know if you know off the top of your head who Christopher Lee is, the actor. It sounds familiar. Okay, so he Christopher Lee, um, he is probably best known for playing Dracula in a lot of, like, B-horror movie pictures okay. and stuff like that. Um, he, he, he had this amazing, like fourth career late in life because he was uh Saruman the evil wizard in the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Okay. Um he also uh got a part uh, of Count Dooku, a Sith Lord in the Star Wars prequels. Cool. But what's amazing about Christopher Lee is so he's a um, he passed a few years ago, but he was a rail thin 6 foot 5 man with the most intimidating voice you cool. will ever hear on the planet. But my favorite part of the um, Tim Burton, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory is he plays uh, Willy Wonka's father, and you get to hear him say, chocolates, <laughs> lollipops. Okay. But what's truly bug nuts about Christopher Lee is he was part of Her Majesty's Secret Service during World War II. Cool. He, he, he was... In real life, a James Bond, and he worked alongside Ian Fleming, who later wrote James Bond. Cool. He was the man with the golden gun. He like there. He like the man fought Nazis. He spoke English, German, French, Japanese, and Elvish. He was the <laughs> only person on the crew of the Lord of the Rings who had a personal relationship with J.R.R. Tolkien cool. and uh, uh, served double time, like helping them pronounce Elvish and Dwarvish phrases for the movie. He was offered the Leslie Nielsen part, so we could have had Christopher Lee. Surely you can't be serious. Okay, it's um, <laughs> like as much as I love Le- Leslie Nielsen in that role, I'm like. I really wish we could have gotten to see Christopher Lee do that weird, uh, <clears throat> weird stuff. I'm not okay. I'm, good, but yeah, I, yeah, I'm but, not denouncing Leslie Nielsen. I, I want to see two versions of this movie exactly the same, just with that yeah. part swapped out. Yeah, uh, just because I really wish I could have seen Christopher Lee do more straight comedy. Well, um, uh, uh, so that's my own personal okay nerd grievance, I guess. Um, <clears throat> once again, they picked mm-hmm. two. Two two actors for the leading okay. parts, uh, a man and a woman that really don't really have a name or an image uh, or anything. Yeah, you know the um, <clears throat> the pilot and the stewardess. That, and back then they did call them stewardesses. Okay, uh, Julie Haggerty and Robert Hayes yes. as Elaine Dickinson and Ted Stryker. There you go. So what are they doing now? I mean, uh, well, let me do pull they it have up. any? Uh, Robert Hayes, best known for Airplane. Uh, let's see, all filmography. Actor. Um, oh, wow. He makes like one movie every few years. And uh, 
none of them are recognizable titles. That's not great. Enough to uh, enough, enough to pay the rent on his yeah, uh, his bungalow at the beach. The, yeah, apparently. I mean, if you make this movie, you could probably just eat out on it for the rest of your life, really. And Julie Haggerty. Um. Oh well, she's just consistently working. She's all over, like doing one or two episodes of TV all over the place. CSI's, uh, Wilfred. Uh, yeah, no, she's just another one of those working actresses okay. that never stopped. So good, good on her. Wow, like eighty six credits on IMDb. That's kind of kind of insane. Cool. Uh, but they, they, you know, they, <laughs> they they certainly didn't steal anything from the from the movie. But uh, some of the other guys, um, um, I want to keep keep wanting to say Mike Nelson, uh, because that was his TV name on uh, Sea Hunt. Okay. Uh, well, the name Mike Nelson, I only really know as one of the hosts on Mystery Science Theater. Uh, are you talking about Peter Graves? No. No? Lloyd Bridges? Lloyd Bridges. Lloyd Bridges. For Let crying me out loud. <clears throat> Sorry. Yeah, Lloyd Bridges. Uh, let's see. Lloyd Bridges, best known for Airplane. <laughs> well, for movies. But <clears throat> prior, prior to that, it was... Uh, wow, 215 was a, acting credits on INDB. There was a, a very, very popular show... Back in the sixties, uh, Sea Hunt, and Let he was a uh, he was a scuba diver, and he would uh, rescue people or catch criminals, or you know, it was kind of like a, um, a detective kind of a show. But he was a an underwater guy, it would, you know, right? But, yeah, um, and he was very very well known for that. Uh, why am I not finding Sea Hunt on here? Uh, but okay, yeah, no. Um, I really only know Peter Graves from this movie. Oh, Peter yeah. Graves. Peter Graves. Uh, oh, no, sorry. Lloyd Bridges. Sorry, oh, Lloyd, not okay. Peter Graves. I'm jumping around. So, yeah, no, please talk about Peter, Peter Graves. Graves uh, was known for Mission Impossible, the television show. Oh, yeah. Yes. He was, okay. He was the uh, lead guy in Mission oh, Impossible. Yeah. And that was extremely popular. Well, yeah, of course. Um, let's see. Mission Impossible. Oh, he's also in the revived series from 1988 to 1990 of Mission Impossible. Uh, when was the original series? Oh, I can't scroll that quickly. Hang on. Uh, there's Airplane. Gift of the Magi. High Seas Hijack. That's a great title. 1967 to 1973. Okay. James or Jim Phelps. Yep. 143 episodes. Good grief. Yep. Yeah, great, uh, that's yeah, great that's show. terrific. Yeah, um, of course, you know now all the <laughs> all the things that they did, the you know the, the the espionage and all that kind of stuff is all uh, um, well outdone with all the um, special effects and things that well, they have now. Well, but back now, then it was quite exciting. The 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 movies of Mission Impossible now are entirely sold on the idea that you are going to go watch Tom Cruise almost die. Yeah, every time. Yeah, Ted, like Ted Cruz, Tom oh, Cruise, Tom Tom Cruise, Ted Te Cruz. Ted Cruz is a different type of insane. <clears throat> yes, and I would love to see him strap himself to the side of an airplane and yeah. take off. Um, yeah, uh, Tom Cruise. Uh, I don't care. And, whether yeah, he's he lives or dies. I'm not, I'm not, yeah, in, he's in a Ted's he's case. a big draw for them. But um, yeah, um, it, I guess it stemmed from the original uh, uh, show. Um, who else was in there? Oh, um, there was another. Oh, Kareem uh, Abdul-Jabbar? Robert Stack. Robert Stack. Let me pull up 
Robert Stack. Otto is credited as himself on here, which I love. Otto. Otto the blow The, up, the uh, autopilot. The, yeah. the autopilot. Um, oh, my God. He was in the original To Be or Not To Be. Robert Stack Ooh, is known for another TV show, The Untouchables. Okay. Which is about the G-Men, the FBI in the 1920s. Okay. And they're fighting against uh, uh, organized crime mm, and um, okay. bootlegging and things like that. There was an actual Elliot Ness. It's based on a real story. Right, Elliot, yeah. Elliot Ness. And Here we go. Elliot Ness, 119 episodes from 59 to 63. Yep. And that was Man. another extremely popular show. Yeah. Uh, wow, he's also, all of these people show up in the Bob Hope Presents the Chrysler Hour, uh, <laughs> and all of them that I have clicked on so far have made an appearance in some version of uh, I Love Lucy or The Lucy Show or okay. whatever they're calling it. Oh, the Red Skelton Hour. All right. Okay. Oh, nice. Um, can I just say again how glad I am that you guys raised me on like the uh, the older black and white comedies yes. because i've got like such a weirdly well-rounded uh educational right uh, um oh he's also in uh 1971 the spielberg movie that keeps coming up uh on this podcast um god grief so uh i think there was another one or two guys and i'm, I'm trying to picture but yep, i keep um, clicking on things but all these guys were old tv stars yeah yeah and they throw them into um into this nut mo- and each each character was mm-hmm. extremely serious. Oh yeah, absolutely. And like that was <clears throat> part of the reason for casting most of them because they were so like straight laced. Okay. So putting them into this insane comedy and having them remain completely straight right. the entire time. Like having Oh my God! It's Peter Graves that says the line at Joey. Have you ever been in a Turkish prison? <laughs> what? Like, okay. So we we hit play on the movie, and the movie opens with a Jaws parody. They're yes. literally playing the Jaws theme, yes. and the tail of the airplane is going back and forth through the clouds like a uh, a shark, like a fin. shark fin, yeah. And then the opening few minutes of the movie it's just people getting out of cars and going into the airport and you hear the announcers saying like the white low zone is for loading and unloading only there is no stopping in the red zone and then a minute or two later you hear those two announcers having a conversation where the the, the male announcer is trying to convince the female announcer to have an abortion it's like <laughs> what the hell is this movie <laughs> yeah oh there were God. there were some really like at one scene <laughs> A what appears to be like a native warrior's spear comes flying through and and slams, and into, the slams into the wall. There's no explanation. And there, for yeah, it. there was there. It was completely <laughs> random. Like and just before or after that, a watermelon drops and and smashes on the table. Yeah, or and desk. you don't get an explanation. Yeah, for there's it. just a, a smashed watermelon. <sighs> yeah, like it, just like, nothing. The the. The the jokes per second in this movie is so high, like the joke ratio, it's so dense that like like you can completely understand why people would rewatch this movie on a regular basis. Oh yeah, because there's so much. Because you'll miss. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> uh, the one actor that I wanted to mention, it's a dude named. Let me scroll back over. So Jonathan Banks, who uh, uh, a lot of uh, people might know better from Breaking Bad. He did a season on Community. 
he's got one of those voices where he's like the standard cranky old man. And I'm going to show you a picture of him and talk like the way he does. Right. And it's, right. oh, yeah. He is known these days as playing the absolute badass okay. in just random TV shows. I think right now he's mostly best known for Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul. He shows up. He's only in like 30 seconds of the movie. And he gets credited with the name Gunderson. And you really only see his side profile and, like, the back of his head as he's yelling dialogue at a computer screen. Okay. Like, oh, my God. I know that guy. Yeah. He went on to do this. <clears throat> oh, uh, my God. Oh, um, <laughs> at the beginning, when the, uh, before, the, before the plane takes off, mm -hmm. the uh, workman climbs up on the nose of the aircraft uh, yeah, and starts right. washing the windows Let me pull and up checks him. checking the oil like it's an oil, like it's a car at a gas right, station yeah. uh that's what they used to do folks years ago um <laughs> i did that a lot I, I i worked many years doing that um and it's jimmy walker jimmy walker yeah and it's and give me some background on him because i don't know him he's the in the He's the, he he's famous for that that word dynamite. Um, really? He was in um, okay. Uh, what was the name of the show? It was a black family living in the projects in like Chicago or something like You've that. Really narrowed hard it down. Uh, <laughs> hard times was it? Uh, good times. Oh, good God. times Why? was the name of the good show. Times. Why can I not flip and find him on this credit listing? You'd think I'd learn by this point to just search. Now Jimmy uh, he yeah, should have done that talking. show. He should have done his show before 1980. Uh, Jimmy Walker. Let's see. Good Times was 1974. So, yeah, he was okay. a known commodity. Actors just wander. I swear to God, he was, actors I mean, just wa for, wandered into the for set. A for a tiny part, I mean, he's, he, he was well-known on television. Well, that's, yeah. It might have been that's his what I mean. movie like, debut or like something. Well-known well people, I swear to God, just wandered into this movie and got a bit part. Yeah, TV, TV. Uh, yeah, Airplane looks like it's his first actual yeah, yeah. movie movie. Um, so we haven't... Is that uh, right? Might not be right. We haven't yeah, brought okay. up the big question. Uh-oh, okay. Why was a famous basketball player in I, this? I, does, uh, does I've Kareem tried to find Abdul -Jabbar it. Abdul Jabbar do any other movies? <laughs> Like Let me click. He is on IMDb. They list the actors not as in billing order, but in popularity at that time. So if like, for example, Harrison Ford's star rises, for, if more people are searching for Harrison Ford, right. suddenly he'll be top billed in other movies. He's not top billed. And Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is top billed on IMDb on Airplane. And I couldn't tell you. I don't know enough about basketball to tell you why he chose to do a movie. He it looks like he's doing a lot of one episodes of TV and then airplane as Roger Murdoch. Um, <laughs> he's not even playing Roger Murdoch. He's Kareem Abdul-Jabbar playing Kareem Abdul-Jabbar playing, playing Roger, Roger Murdoch. Murdoch. Yeah, he. Uh, um, <laughs> I didn't think he was particularly. Particularly good at acting, I guess. Yeah. If you were uh, at that time when he was more popular or in his in playing the game, and you were a basketball or sports fan, you know, it would be exciting to see him. You know, it didn't do much for me, but it was interesting to see him. It but they was, gave him a prominent it, part too. <laughs> it was certainly fun to see him threaten a small child who is just rattling off yeah. sports nonsense. Yeah. I was like, but my dad thinks you need to do better on defense, and yeah. then he pulls the kid in close. And yeah. goes, you tell your old man. Yeah. You you try and go up against these other guys, yeah. uh, athletes that I don't know the names of. Yeah. 
Oh, it was, I, and then when they pull him out of his seat, uh, about halfway through the movie, once everybody comes down with food poisoning, they pull him out of the seat and he's wearing like the pilot's, uh, uniform up top, but then he's right. wearing his basketball <clears throat> shorts and the high, and, uh, and the knee high socks. And, yeah. And his, <laughs> you know, from his waist down, he's, uh, dressed for the, for the game. Yeah. Oh my God. Some of the other ones, um, um, were, um, I don't recognize them as stars, but uh, the two jive dudes and the old lady that was now, was talking with. Oh I, no, no, wait, 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 wait! There was one woman. She, the woman, the woman that spoke jive. She was Harriet in the yes. Ozzy and Harriet Adventures of Ozzy and Harriet okay, show, okay. which is going to go back to the fifties. All right, full cast. Let me see if I can find jive woman because uh, I'm pretty sure she's credited as such. Nope, I'm not. I'm finding a lot of nuns. Oh, uh, yeah, the nun reading yeah. boy's life, the boy um, reading nun's life. Now, I did find something interesting about the jive-talking fellows. Let me see if I'm opening up Yeah, the I right. don't recognize them from anything, so. Son of a gun. Oh, no, okay. Uh, this is, so, um, the, the Zucker brothers who wrote and directed this movie... Um, they didn't, uh, for want of a better phrase, speak jive. So the two guys <laughs> speaking jive improvised all of oh that. Oh my gosh. They were given the quote unquote white dialogue to okay. portray. And then they just made all of that up. And that sequence in specific, we had the subtitles on so we could catch a right. lot of the dialogue. And that sequence is already subtitled. So we're watching the television google play try to subtitle the actual quote-unquote jive dialogue and then we're watching the movie itself subtitle the jive dialogue and translate it into white people dialogue right it's oh my god so i think both of our eyeballs were trying yeah. to do that weird uh iguana <laughs> like trying to look in two directions at one time sort of thing uh no this is the uh insane one that i found so the white zone and red zone announcers at the airport were real world announcers at the Los Angeles International Airport. They hired them to do the oh announcements for this movie. They must and have in, fun. And in real life, they are a married couple. Oh, no kidding. Okay. So they were the ones doing this. Barbara, it's only sensible to get an abortion oh my God. in the white zone. And it's like, <laughs> what? How, how did this movie get made? They must have fun <laughs> because they spend their lives doing serious announcing. Yeah. And I'm sure. Once in a while, they just want to say, ah, F it. You ought to just do blah, 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 whatever. <clears throat> and so they must have had fun doing it. Oh, they, that's, I can only imagine. Um, any other thoughts before we wrap it up in terms of airplane? Very um, uh, entertainingly stupid. Um, <laughs> Isn't it, that the best kind of stupid? Yes, yes. And... Um, um, uh, it, just a lot of fun. Just a lot of fun. Good, good, good memory right. from it, and uh, good to see it again. Uh, okay, so um, I think that about does it on airplane. So uh, I know in two episodes' time, the goal is to do a movie that I know will confuse you, and I apologize in advance, Dad. Wow. Um, but it is the tenth anniversary on August thirteenth of Scott Pilgrim versus the World, one of my okay. absolute favorite movies. Yes. Um. And I'm going to give you the, 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 the tagline, the elevator pitch on that now. Um, Scott Pilgrim has met the girl of his dreams. And in order for them to date, he has to defeat 
her seven evil oh, exes. You told so me, that, yeah. Okay. It's an absolutely insane movie, and I'm in love with it, and I'm okay. so excited for it. But next week, uh, I think I promised mom so she could watch a movie with us. Uh, Knives Out, uh, okay. the murder mystery uh, by Ryan Johnson, uh, the director who did uh, my favorite movie, Star Wars The Last Jedi. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, it's... Uh, Considering that you guys raised me on Agatha Christie mysteries, yes, this should yes. be cool. pretty up your alley. Good. I'm pretty excited yeah, for I'm it. Daniel Craig, it. Chris Evans, okay. a whole bunch of famous people. Very excited. Um, and any jive talk in it? Uh, not that maybe, I know maybe we of. Get, maybe we can get the... Uh, we get James Bond doing a southern accent. Does that do it for you? Um, yeah, maybe. Okay. We could put the... Um, um, dialogue on there in jive <laughs> that's you know, an option you on got google play you got chinese jive. french spanish english Subt- jive. right that's your- yeah we'll just read it in jive i already watched like miyazaki movies which are uh um in japanese with english subtitles so that would be uh an interesting take to do it with okay. uh all right but uh in that case i am hd lickner on twitter uh, pod underscore Frank on Twitter. Uh, you can find us there, etc., etc., etc. Dad, um, make sure you're registered to vote. Make sure you oh, vote. God, yeah, vote, vote many times. Um, um, I'm not telling you to vote for, but I think it should be p- pretty flipping obvious. Um, and uh, do good things every day. Um, listen to your parents. Um, yeah, you got to, and uh, be good to each other. <laughs> And um, we'll see you next time. And don't call me Shirley. Testing, testing, testing. Airplane, nothing but airplane. Give me that airplane any old day. Surely you can't be serious. I'm always serious. Don't call me Shirley. There's a bunch of actors you've never seen before, and odds are we'll never see again. But hey, that autopilot gag sure is cool. He's got a blow-up tube damn near his crotch. Airplane. Nothing but airplane. Britney Spears just updated Instagram. It's really ominous. I think she's... Either not in control of the account, or is sending weird coded messages, attack at dawn.